This is Speaking of Writers. I'm Steve Richards. In North by Shakespeare, Michael Blanding presents the running narratives of rogue scholar Dennis McCarthy, called the Steve Jobs of the Shakespeare community, and Sir Thomas North, an Elizabethan courtier, whom McCarthy believes to be the previously undiscovered source for Shakespeare's plays. For the last 15 years, Dennis McCarthy has obsessively pursued the true source of Shakespeare's works with fascinating results. Using plagiarism software, he has found direct links between Hamlet, Macbeth, Romeo and Juliet, and other plays, and Thomas Norse's published and unpublished writings, as well as Shakespearean plot lines, seemingly lifted straight from North's colorful life. Michael Blanding is a Boston-based investigative journalist whose work has appeared in the New York Times, Wired, Slate, the Boston Globe Magazine, Boston Magazine, and other publications, too. He's the author of The Map Thief, a gripping story of an esteemed rare map dealer who made millions stealing priceless maps, which is a New York Times bestseller, and The Coke Machine, the dirty truth behind the world's famous soft drink in 2010. A former journalism fellow at Brandeis University and Harvard Law School, he has taught feature writing at Tufts University, Emerson College, and Grub Street Writers. Happy to have Michael Blanding join me now here on Speaking of Writers. Michael, welcome to this program. Thank you so much. I'm really happy to be here. So why this book for you, North by Shakespeare? Yeah, this was not one that I sought out. This book sort of came to me when uh, Dennis McCarthy, the uh, really fascinating character at the heart of this book, uh, approached me after a book reading I'd given for my last book. And uh, we kind of hit it off, and we went out for drinks, and, and uh, he told me, you know, after about the second drink, that he had this new theory about Shakespeare and uh, how Shakespeare's plays were written. And when he first told me about it, I, I thought that he was some kind of lunatic, that this was some crazy conspiracy theory. I really wasn't having any of it. But he started sending me information, and it was just really compelling and really fascinating uh, uh, explanation for um, this mystery that has sort of plagued us for for hundreds of years of how Shakespeare could have written his plays, and from there I was I was hooked, and I was off and running onto the, uh, exploring the story. So, who is this guy, Dennis McCarthy? Yeah, so uh, you know, as you said in your introduction, he's been called the Steve Jobs of the of the Shakespeare community because he's uh, not a traditional scholar. He uh, is completely self taught. In fact, he was a college dropout. But he is um, really just a, a brilliant thinker, and um, at first he did a lot of research on science and published a lot on, on science, and uh, about 15 years ago he got on this Shakespeare question and has been absolutely obsessed and really kind of looked at it with new eyes and new tools that traditional scholars haven't used before, and I think it's really given him uh, some new insights that are really exciting. Chatting with Michael Blanding, his book is North by Shakespeare, A Rogue Scholar's Quest for the Truth Behind the Bard's Work. So McCarthy had a theory that some of Shakespeare's plays were inspired by the plays of another person, as I mentioned in the introduction, Sir Thomas North. Who was he? Yeah, so Thomas North is a uh, Elizabethan translator and courtier uh, and diplomat, and he is best known for a book called Plutarch's Lives, which is very well known by scholars to be the source for Shakespeare's Roman plays, uh, such as Julius Caesar and Antony and Cleopatra. So there's, there is a connection between Shakespeare and North. And not only that, but Shakespeare has uh, sort of used this book, Plutarch's Lives, in a way that he didn't use any other sources, where he was sort of taking whole blocks of text and kind of converting it from this 
prose into into the the plays. So that's that's sort of the first indication that maybe there's something special about North. But as uh, McCarthy looked into it and started using this plagiarism software and started investigating North's life, he found, started finding these connections to all of these other plays as well, and that's what really became truly fascinating. So is McCarthy saying Shakespeare was a plagiarist? Not exactly, because... Um, you know, the concept of plagiarism didn't really exist during Elizabethan times. Everyone was sort of borrowing from others, and, and it, there wasn't sort of the same kind of um, requirement for kind of acknowledging your, your source. And so what, what McCarthy believes is that Thomas North wrote some of these early plays, uh, you know, decades before Shakespeare. And then Shakespeare uh, took them, either acquired them through his theater company, or he bought them outright, and then he reworked them, and maybe even added some, uh, you know, brilliant touches to them that really, you know, made them into the masterpieces that we know today. So he's not saying that Shakespeare didn't write Shakespeare, but he's just saying that, you know, basically somebody else wrote him first, that there were these other plays that he was using, kind of like a... Uh, you know, a, a screenwriter might adapt a book or something like that. Michael, technology plays a role in this story. Can you tell us about the plagiarism software that McCarthy used? Yeah, so this is what really makes him unique is he, you know, took this software that is used by college professors to, you know, nab students when they're cheating on a term paper. And he essentially applied it to all of Shakespeare's plays and all of Thomas North's works. And when he did that, it just lit up like a Christmas tree. He started finding, you know, literally thousands of phrases that were in both Thomas North and Shakespeare. And what was really unique is that many of these phrases weren't in any other work by any other writer, and many of them were sort of grouped in these passages which sort of uh, were talking about the same idea or even sometimes the same characters. And so it was more than just kind of these phrases kind of being in use at the time. It really seemed like there was a deliberate uh, use of these, um, of all of Thomas North's works, not just Plutarch's lives and, and all of Shakespeare's plays. And, and that really became sort of the, the, the heart of, um, of uh, McCarthy's evidence. My guest is Michael Blanding. His new book is North by Shakespeare, a rogue scholar's quest for the truth behind the Bard's work. What was your research like for this book, Michael? Well, you know, I was sort of faced with a conundrum because, I mean, I, I was fascinated by the research that Dennis had done, and, and uh, you know, I'm a Shakespeare lover myself, but I really didn't think the reader would be too tolerant of just seeing two guys kind of sit across the table, you know, talking about Shakespeare for 300 pages. So I convinced Dennis to come with me uh, to on some travels, and we went through England and Italy together, and we sort of um, recreated Thomas North's life and his travels and tried to sort of match them up to Shakespeare's and the plays. And We went to Italian palaces, we went to English castles, we went to churches, and uh, it really became sort of a fun way to tell the story that I really feel like, uh, you know, is entertaining for the reader. I kind of take them on this journey back in time to, to Elizabethan. Uh, the Elizabethan era at the same time that I'm sort of taking him on this kind of wild ride across Europe as, as Dennis and I explore this um, this theory. And it really kind of brought alive the, the story to me in a way that, that I don't think it would have otherwise. Michael, how have McCarthy's ideas been received by Shakespearean scholars? Yeah, it's been interesting because, you know, obviously this is a very bold theory and it's very controversial amongst uh traditional scholars who sort of have this one view of Shakespeare that they, uh, you know, have been brought up with for, for you know, uh, decades, if not centuries. And so he's gotten a lot of pushback, um, 
and a lot of really sort of emotional uh, responses, you know, people just dismissing him outright, not wanting to look at what he's found, and, you know, he's really struggled to sort of be heard in, in traditional circles. But there is one scholar um, who is a, a very prominent Shakespearean scholar by the name of June Schluter, and um, he approached her, and she was actually convinced by him and sort of teamed up with him. And since then, they've written several books together. They've written several papers for peer-reviewed art, uh, journals together. And uh, that sort of becomes the relationship at the heart of my book, is how, how Dennis and June sort of found each other, this really unlikely uh partnership that really, um, you know, kind of created more than either of them could by themselves and, and really has gotten these ideas out into the world. McCarthy has spent, what, 15 years of his life researching the origin of Shakespeare's plays. What was it about him that convinced you to devote so much of your own life to telling his story <laughs> and examining his claims? Well, when he first approached me, as I said, I was really skeptical. I was really ready to write him off. But as he started putting all the pieces together, and it was really kind of the aggregate of every single one of the plays he had an explanation for, and he could connect it to Thomas North's life and works and, and come up with a reason why he would have written it. And it just really transformed my view of many of the plays and really made me look at them differently. And at the same time, I was, I was really sort of... Um, uh, you know, disappointed uh, that his ideas hadn't been out there more and that they had been dismissed so easily. And I really felt like he deserved a hearing. So, you know, I, I, I'm still a journalist. I really take a, a um, non-partisan uh, uh, view, so to speak. I really just try to lay out the facts and let people make up their own mind about it. But I, I really feel like there's something there that people need to be taking a look at and can really change the way we look at these, you know, incredible works of literature. Do you have a favorite Shakespeare play? Um, yeah, actually, you know, I did a lot of research for this book. I, I read uh, or reread, I think, 27 of the, of the 38 plays. And uh, one of them that I read that I'd never uh, read or seen before is As You Like It, which is this um, really delightful comedy with, with this uh, heroine, uh, Rosalind, at, at the center. And, and she is sort of um, this really kind of plucky heroine who sort of, uh, you know, perseveres against the odds and, and ends up sort of engineering all of these marriages at the end. Of course, it's a Shakespeare comedy, so everyone gets married at the end. But I really fell in love with the play. It's very smart. And it's very funny. And uh, I think I, I wouldn't have said it before, but that's my new fa favorite Shakespeare play. And what would you like readers uh, to take away from uh, North by Shakespeare? Well, again, it's just keeping an open mind and just having the ability to, to look at things differently. And, you know, I, I think that the story is a really entertaining uh, read. It's, it's a really kind of wild ride through, through history and through speculation about these plays at the same time, uh, could really change the way we see these works of literature that have been so influential in so many ways and have been adapted and uh, uh, staged, you know, so many times and, and in so many different places. And, and this is a new take on it, I think, could really, uh, you know, cause people to, to look at it differently. Michael Blanding is the author. The book is North by Shakespeare, A Rogue Scholar's Quest for the Truth Behind the Bard's Work. Michael, thank you for joining me. Thank you so much. I really had fun. And this is Speaking of Writers.